Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Recorded live. Intimidated by my show and my character. 
because I don't fall for the okie doke no more. You can't put a piece of soap on the end of a rope and dangle in front of my face and tell me to get it to wash and cleanse the dirt and the conditioning off of me. Nah. Nah. So I overstand. If I'm talking about some sex, money, drugs, and violence, and some old bullshit reality show, then I get a million listeners tuned in. Everybody has something to say. Everybody will chime in. Everybody will want to hear it. But when I talk about us as a people becoming great again, becoming conscious, elevating our, our, our souls, our spirits, our mentals, our folk don't want to hear that. They don't want to be conscious. They want to stay asleep. Why is that? Well, let me just start by saying happy Labor Day, people. Use with some real good workers. Use did a real good job. Massa loves you for that. I just want you to know it was started by some by a group called the Knights of Labor. Knights spelled K N I G H T S. And Labor Day is actually spelled L A B O U R. But see, our people don't care about that. All they want to do is celebrate a day off, have a cookout, and party and dance. They don't care about the subliminal that they were fed. Knights of labor. You know who else is knights? The Klansmen's nigga. That's who else is knights. I tell y'all, every one of my shows, these holidays ain't for us, never been for us. But yet we out there jumping around, shucking and jiving like it is. What is the fear of blackness? Why are we so hung up on this Americanized bullshit that ain't that wasn't made or created for us? Why they're celebrating Labor Day, they're laughing because we were the ones who were doing the labor and all they were doing was benefiting from the finances of it. The same thing they're doing now. It's called capitalism. See, I'll be the first to tell you, I'm sorry, I don't bring that entertaining laughing, shucking, and jiving. <laughs> oh, yeah, let's, let's, let's do it this way, and let's do it that way, and put your leg up this way, and, yeah, did you hear that song, The Red Bottoms? I don't do that. That ain't my twist. My twist is information, education, and knowledge being placed in our people so we can wake up from this comatose that we're in. We are in a state of emergency for our people, and our people don't even know it much less care about it. But how can you care about something you don't know about? So to all my listeners out there, I want you to actually call in and talk to me about this. I want to know your views on why is there a fear of blackness? Why are black people scared to become conscious? Why are they scared to drop the religion that was fed to them? Why are they scared to go against this education system that's false miseducation? Why are we that far gone? 
have society driven or conditioned the shampoo in our head that much that it went from the hair to the scalp and to the brain to the point that no return of who we once were? Is that what's happening happening now, people? I need you to call in that number, 724-444-7444. Dial that call ID, 143-133-POUND. Hit one pound if you just want to listen, and hit star eight if you want to chime in and communicate with me tonight, because it's real. If you were on Instagram, on Facebook, if you receive a a personal text from me, you've seen the picture that spoke a thousand words and the words that spoke of many pictures. There of black. See, I know why they fear blackness. See, because they know who we are. They know from whence we came. My question is, why the hell do we fear our blackness? I know why some of us fear black people. <laughs> Might have something to do with ignorance, crime. Might have something to do with murder rates. And I know we're not the only ones. It might have something to do with divorce rates. It might have something to do with domestic violence. But all that stuff happens across the board in every nation, every nationality. We just have it really, really bad. We are in a state of emergency, people. I can't say this enough. We are in a state of emergency. And I need our people to wake up and see this. Labor Day began in 1882. Our people were still on plantations, though they want to make you believe they weren't. They were. I bet you they didn't get to celebrate a day off of labor. Hell to the north. NASA and them kick their foot up and say, yeah, we ain't got to do nothing today. But they ain't do nothing no other day. So why do we fear blackness? Our own blackness. What is our problem? How do we, how do we solve that issue? How do we make our people? I remember growing up, I'm from North Philadelphia, and I remember growing up, and you can leave your door open, and your neighbor just knocked, opened up the door, hello, where you at? You in here? Walk right on in. Can't do that today. I remember we got out of hand, the neighbor saw it, the neighbor popped us upside the head, went and told our parents what they seen or heard us do. Our parents popped us upside the head again, then thanked the neighbor. Boy, you out here embarrassing me. Can't do that now. You pop the neighbor child if you want, and they're going to pull out a hammer and pop you. But see, that was when the village was raising the child. We no longer have a village. You know why? Because they regentrificated it all. Gentrification then took over everything. I drove down Liberty with Northern Liberties today, and it was ridiculous. 
You were going to tell me, yeah, it's nice down here, but it's a little expensive. You think? My response was, yeah, I remember back down here when I used to come down here, none of this was here, and it wasn't expensive at all. It was poverty. So they done converted our villages into their lofts, their apartment complexes. Damn it, they done made us do all the work on the plantations and kicked us off. Find somewhere else to go. Why do we fear our blackness? Why do we fear being great again? Let me explain something to y'all people. The most feared individual on the face of this earth is the black man. And when I say the black man, I include the woman with him. We are the most feared people on the face of this earth, especially when we're intelligent and we're conscious, because now we're a threat. Why do you think Tupac gone? Why do you think Malcolm gone? Even Dr. King was waking up. Why do you think he's gone? Come on, man. We derive from a great people. So why are we scared to go back to being great? Why Trump want to make America great again? You know what I say to hell with that. Let's make our people great again. Because America was never great, and it will never be. In fact, America don't even exist. It don't. This place had a name before it was, was, was <clears throat> excuse me, ravaged, and everything was changed. This place had a name. The Taino people already had their own culture, language, everything. So America don't exist. The holidays that they celebrate are pagans. They don't exist. So why are we scared to let that go? Why do we still celebrate Christmas? We know ain't no fat white man jumping down in no goddamn chimney. Why do we celebrate it? We know Easter. We know rabbits don't lay eggs. So why the hell are we celebrating the Easter? How is the same man that put a Bible in your in your hand and said that Jesus was born on this day, which he wasn't, and then turn around and say, this white guy brings all the gifts? So the children aren't saying, thank you, Lord, for the presence. They're saying, thank you, Santa. But yet your asses are still celebrating this shit. I don't understand it to save my life. How you can choose to be so damn blinded by this? How can the same people that put a Bible in your hand and said Jesus died and he resurrected on this day and then turn around in the same breath and throw a rabbit in your face laying eggs and saying, Happy Easter? Because see, that has to do with Esther, but you got to do your history to find out who Esther is. But y'all won't do it. You know why? Because there's a fear of blackness and you want to be conditioned to be American and you'll never be American. No matter how much you try to be American, they will never identify, recognize, or claim you as an American. You will always be their nigga. You live in ignorant, they're going to treat you ignorant because they love it when you're ignorant. 
when you wake up and you debate them and you argue them and you tell them this is some bullshit, they don't like it. Because they know it's bullshit. It feeds into their economy, into their capitalism. But you don't care because you're too busy trying to consume everything they had to be like them so you can claim to be American. Nigga, you are not American. You will never be American. You can't be what don't exist. They ain't American. They're freaking Europeans. Fear of blackness. How the hell are you scared to be who the hell you are? Then you want to tell me you keeping it real. Real fake, nigga. See, I use the word nigga because I know how to use it. I know the context and what it's supposed to be used. It ain't a a term of endearment. It's an ignorant-ass nigga who's choosing to be lost, who's choosing to be ignorant and uneducated, who's choosing to follow this, this, this culture that they gave you. Because they took yours. They stripped you of your tongue, your native tongue. I say, let me tell you something. We're talking about the fear of blackness, right? I'm going to tell you how bad it's gotten. I'm in a dollar store the other day. A little girl no older than 13. Buying cream that bleaches the skin. Now, she was with a little chocolate little girl, and she was already kind of light. But she was in the dollar store. First of all, don't buy no dollar store, no cream to bleach yourself from the dollar store, little girl. But nobody won't tell her that. Her mom in the car or somebody, whoever she was with, was in the car outside. This little girl is buying skin bleaching cream from the dollar store. To make herself lighter. What the hell is that about? Bearing her blackness. And she don't even know how strong and how 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 powerful her blackness is. And already she wanna go Michael Jackson. So I understand if people don't call into my show and listen to my show because niggas don't want to hear the truth and niggas is scared of change. And change is stop being a damn nigga. But that's hard to a lot of us because we're so engulfed in the traditions that they done massaged in our skin and in our mentals that we're scared to get away from that. How dare you dare to be different? How dare you come out of the niggerism? Now, don't get it twisted. Ain't none of us perfect. And I'm far from perfect. I've never been perfect. I've done so much in my life that I'm surprised I'm still here. That's how I know the creator has a plan for me. And that plan for me is doing just what I'm doing right now, this on-point movement, going into schools and and mentoring the youth, uh, being a school teacher, teaching the youth. Now we're about to start these community forums to get us back together. Creator got a plan for me. That's why I'm still here, because all the shit I did in my life, I, I probably shouldn't be here, and I almost wasn't. I done met my deathbed a couple times when I was a nigga. 
Now, don't get it twisted. I ain't fully reformed yet. I still got a little niggerism in me. You can't say what you want to say to me or do what you want to do to me and think it's going to be okay. They don't call me Mr. Controversy for nothing. I don't call me Mr. Controversy for nothing. And that's one of the problems that people have with me. I'll put it out there on the air. I speak my mind. Don't ask me if you don't want to hear my opinion. Because you might not like it. But like I tell my children, you ain't put on this world on this earth to be liked. You put on this earth to do all you can do for you and for others. As long as you're not hurting anyone. So I get why people have a fear for or some type of complex towards my character my radio show because I don't do the shucking and jiving and I don't do the little ha-ha, he-he and the, and the little reality shows and the little fucked up rap music that they make in the day. That's another thing. The music ain't the same. Where's the Marvin Gaye was going on songs? I ain't got them, but we got these red bottoms. What the hell I care about a red bottom? Did you kill somebody and walk in their blood? Are you claiming blood in the song? Niggerism. Probably didn't even write the damn song. Why do we fear our blackness? Why are we the only race that do not stick together, come together, work together, support each other? Why are we the only race that lives like that? The Hispanics, I'm going to tell you what they do, people, something that we'll never be able to do. We don't trust each other. We don't love each other. We crab in a barrel. So what they do is one family will go and get a store, make a certain amount of money that they're supposed to make, and then move off, and another family will come in and take over that store, make a certain amount, and that money just goes right back to them. They send it overseas or, or over the country or Puerto Rico, wherever they, you know, Mexico, wherever the, whatever the store owner is, they send it back to their country, to their families there. Africans, they do the same thing, or Akabulians. Because another thing y'all need to get educated on is it's not Africa. Africa is named after Africanus, which was a white man. The original name was Akabulan. See, niggas is scared of blackness. Niggas fear blackness. It's too much for them to learn. Now they got to change everything that they thought. You know why I'm pissed? You know why I'm angry? And I'm going to say this right now, live on air in front of everybody that's listening. I didn't find out Christopher Columbus didn't discover America until I went to fucking college. That's some shit. The whole time through elementary and high school, I'm ignorant as hell. I'm arguing with people. People asking me, who discovered America? Christopher Columbus, I know that. And I was a dumb-ass idiot because I did not know. I was ignorant. I was a nigger. The word nigger means lack of knowledge. It means ignorance, which means lack of knowledge. And this 
is why the fear of blackness exists. Because when we try and give you the knowledge, so it's funny. Somebody will argue you tooth and nail about the Bible and all them stories in it. But the moment you try and tell somebody about culture and history, they'll say, that was this. This is now. How you know that happened? Well, how the hell you know anything in the Bible happened? And don't get me wrong, because this is not about religion at all. Although that's another thing that keeps us separated, keeps us from uniting, because if one person believes in Christianity and one person believes in Islam and one person believes in Buddhist, yeah, I mean, it's like we can't come together all because we believe in something different. How about we stop believing those books and just believe in a creator? How about we go back to being spiritual? Because that's where we were. That's who we were. Our people looked in the clouds or the stars or the heavens, whatever you want to call it. And that's who they prayed to. And that's what I do today. Because it's, it's all about the, 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 the relationship between you and the creator. It don't have nothing to do about all them books. You know what books I read? Die, nigga, die. Sun Tzu, Art of War. Dr. Francis Cress Wilson's ISIS Papers. The Hold the Pale White Horse. Nigga, I read those books. Journey of the Song High People. I read books that's going to open up my mind and educate me on what they're not going to tell me, but they already know. See, because in that book, The Art of War by Sun Tzu, he says the only way to defeat your opponent is to know your opponent. Why the hell you think the European is so successful? Why the hell you think the Asians come in your, your backyard and make you Kool-Aid and fried chicken wings, nigga? How come we ain't got a soul food store on every block? Who make the best chicken wings and Kool-Aid? It ain't the Asians. So you tell me, what is the fear of blackness about? Why do we fear being who we are? I need to know. Dial at number 724-444-7444. Dial at call ID. One four three one three three pound. At one pound, if you just want to listen, hit star eight if you want to communicate with me on this. I need to know. I don't have the answer. I want to get to a solution though, but I can't do that if our listeners is just listening and not calling. I need you to talk to me too. This is why we're starting the forum in the different communities. Shout out to uh, DJ Silly Joyce, who we spoke earlier about connecting so we can go in different communities and, and, and organize at different recreation centers and meet with the people and start getting them in on this. We got to do something. And we're going to continue to be lost. And the one that's being more affected and more lost is our children. Because when I went to college, I learned that those marketers and those advertisers, they go to school to learn how to dig into a child's head with colors uh, uh, makes a child or interests a child, gets a child attention. 
This is why you see so many commercials. You ever sat there and was hungry and didn't know why? But you've seen 10 McDonald commercials, 10 Wendy's commercials, and all of a sudden your stomach growling? Or you've seen so many Target and Walmart commercials, now you feel like you need to go get a pillow? Vegas. I better wake up, man. The fear of blackness is real. And there's only a fear when you're uneducated. So I, 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 I see there's a lot of listeners on this line, man. I need somebody to push start eating and talk to me. I think I got one out there. DJ Chill, you out there? Yeah, of course. Why What's would that, I man? be? Talk to me, man. What's this fair blackness about? Because we, cause we, we happy, man. <laughs> we happy to be eating cheese steaks, T-bone steaks, instead of eating our natural habitat food that they eat over there in Africa. <laughs> Could you imagine if you look at their food, you'd be like, oh, hell no. <laughs> hey, shoot. I even went to one, I went to, what was it, a month, two months ago? I was up West Philly. Oh, my boy, Aaron, doing some work with my boy, Aaron Wayne, a couple months ago. And I happened to just walk into a store. I was like, oh, let me see, let me get some drink. Then I look at the store. I was like, yo, what kind of store is this? And the food that they had was the food that I I, I, I didn't want to eat. But it was Haitian food. The meat looked totally different than the meat that I'm used to. I'm like, what the hell is what? 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 It looked totally different. So I, I don't know what to eat. I'm looking at it like, what the hell is this? My taste buds wasn't ready to receive some of the food. But I taste it. So the meat tastes totally different. So we already, you know, trained to eat a certain way. And if we got to eat a different way, we ain't, we going to lose our minds. Now, different cultures got different foods, but black people, we don't want to leave the way that we live in. We like it. Matter of fact, some of us adore it. Like, oh, shit. I get to eat me some oodles and noodles. What? <laughs> Wait a minute. I get to eat some Chef Boy RD. What? Nigga. I mean, Negroes. And then we live the lifestyle of, hey, it's Labor Day. Guess what I get to do? What you going to do? Crack on some jaws. Where you going to be at? Black parties? That's all you care about? And food. Matter of fact, I'm going to get a whole bunch of plates. From where? Every black party I go to. For real? And then fill up your damn refrigerator into the plate. You don't know where you got it from. You don't know who the hell cooking it. You don't know how they cooking it because they could have roaches in their damn house. But you don't, you don't know. You just look at the food like, damn, it's food. You don't know what kind of food is being cooked. You don't know if they sit up there doing spirits over the food. Like, let me pray over this food. You like you walk in there, you see them doing that. You, I guarantee, you won't eat the food, especially if they doing witchcraft. You ain't hey, Let me ask you this: Since you're talking about food, 
Uh-huh. What makes you think? You 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 heard my radio show about the macaroni and cheese and uh-huh. the crab powder cheese that they put the the chemical to use the to, to, to make plastic stretch inside the chemical cheese and the government know about it. Why do you think that's safe to eat? Let's talk about the chicken that they put. Uh 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 uh. What what is it called? Uh, you know what I'm talking about. The weightlifters use it. Oh. But, um, oh, right. no, 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 they inject it with uh, the stuff that the, 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 uh, the weightlifters use, man. Yeah, I can't damn. even think about it. It's on yeah, the tip of my yeah. tongue. But, yeah. you know, they, they inject it with that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm, so what makes you think that the food you eating that's Americanized is good food? Well, that's what I'm trying to say. It's not. We just are so comfortable with eating it. And, and, you know, even if you go, not to put Stouffer's down, but, you know, shoot, I'd be going crazy for that grandma Stouffer's chicken. You know what I mean? But God knows it's all artificially simulated and <laughs> a lot of other stuff. You know Terrible. what I'm saying? And, and, yeah, yeah. And, and, you just, and, you go, and you're going crazy with it. But the problem that we... Uh, and the problem that I see is that we don't want to change backwards. We don't want to change to the point of no return where as though we are um, fascinated being black. We want to be something else. We want to be able to adapt to what, you know, Caucasians are doing. We want to live like them because to us, they live in, in prosperity since day one, since we was translated from where we came from on on daggone ship to over here. We always looked at them as though, damn, they got the money. And to this day, they got the money. And we can never get the money like they got. If we do get the money like they got, we might be dead in a matter of, you know, so many years, so many months, so many damn weeks or days. All right, hold, hold that thought for a minute. We got another caller, and you, you said something interesting. Um, and, and as far as that whole money thing, we are the biggest spenders. And, uh, you know, I'm going to tell you something else. Carla, I see you, and I'm about to get you. I'm going to tell you something else that bugged me out the other day, that on Saturday, the uh, the, 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 the concert was here, the Jay-Z Made in America thing was here, and I saw a million little white kids. Wow. A million little white kids at 30th Street train station bombarding it running around, oh, made in America. And I, you should have seen the little white girls with their little Daisy Duke shorts on, butt cheeks hanging out. It was it was ridiculous. And I was sitting here like, hmm. Wait a minute. Did you know that made Did you know made in America? Did you know made Did you know made Did you know, wait a minute. Can I finish? No, you, oh. I will mute you. I will mute you. Damn. This is why the rap music is where it is today. It ain't us. We always known it was them that made rap music the way it is. I was watching Detroit, and the lead singer of, I forget what group, it was the Dramatics, who did, never came back to the group, but he said, I don't care about them white kids dancing to our music no more. I just got harassed and watched black people die in this hotel that I was at by cops, white cops killing them. I don't care if they dance to my music no more. But when I saw that, I was amazed. Let me take this caller. 
Call and welcome to Street Talk on On Point Radio. Who we speaking with? Well, you know, if you're going to have a show like this, you know I got to come through. Peace and power, man. King. What's going on, man? What's the deal? Peace and power, man. I'm, you know, I'm I'm taking it one day at a time, you know what I mean? Once again, I want to thank all of y'all for, you know, your prayers, man, and everything, you know, for my family. I appreciate that. But no we're going to get to the topic at a hand. You know what I'm saying? See, just to pick, like to go off of, I've, I've been listening for quite a while, and what DJ Chill was talking about, right? He said, you know, we want the money, we want the money, like they have. They never had that because they stole it from all of us. You know what I'm saying? We we come from kings. You know what I mean? There's no there's there's no way that you could tell me that someone without with a lack of melanin in their skin could survive in Egypt during that time. They migrated there, yeah, but you know, it's about us. And the reason why we won't come together is because we too busy worried about Who's going to be in charge? See, the the original people that inhabited this land, they didn't have that problem because you had a chief and you had his village. See, we can't get to that point. Everybody wants to be a chief. Everybody mm-hmm. wants to run something, right? But I've there's never been a – if you want to take it to a sports analogy – we ain't even going to do that because they fools anyway. You know what I'm saying? They, they, they modern-day slaves, if you ask me. You know, they talk about, oh, I make so much money, I make so much money, but you still got a boss. And if you don't do what they say do, you won't get your paycheck, Colin Kaepernick. <clears throat> Let's take it to the animal kingdom, which would be your favorite subject, correct? Every day, all day. Yes, sir. Right? You got the male lion. The king, and he has his pride. His pride is his cubs, his women, and they work as a well-oiled machine. They work together. Only time is any any type of conflict is when that king gets too old, and then he gets overthrown by a or new them, king. Or them damn hyenas come. Yeah, well, we already know what we ain't gonna we ain't gonna call them hyenas tonight. We'll use it. We'll wait till another show, right? But you know what I mean? It's it's a natural natural order of things, right? This this so-called country it wasn't founded by anybody because we was already here. Absolutely. When they went when they went looking, see, people don't even realize it, but when they went looking for Nat Turner, and he was hanging around the Aborigines, the original people of this land. How come they couldn't find him? Because they was us. See, we were here, but they don't want to hear that. Native, so-called Native Americans were black. We've been in this country. We've been sailed across the seas and came here. But we can't get together because we're too worried about who's going to be in charge. 
oh, oh man, ain't nobody going to tell me what I do. I, I work for this. But what are you getting paid for real? It's a modern-day slave labor. Ain't nobody making what they should be making. Hell, you got athletes out here running around. It don't take a whole lot of skill to catch a ball, but you know how much skill and patience it takes to teach a classroom? Talk about it. Do you know how much skill and patience it takes to be a father that can't really afford everything that you got to go home and look at your kids? And do the best that you can do because you don't have those millions of dollars that they charge. They're already millionaires, but they want to charge you two and three hundred dollars for a fucking pair of sneakers. Mm-hmm. They put this fallacy in your child's head that it's going to make him run faster and jump higher. But because of certain things that may have happened to you in your life, you can't afford to provide that for your kids. So you have to look your child in the eye and say, I can't afford it. You can't tell your child, I can't afford it. You have to tell him no. Or not right now. And then you're mean. And then as a man... It, the way the way society is perpetuating it, you sitting up here, we trying to keep the family together. But they want to tell your wife or your woman, oh, if you want to get these benefits and get this subsidized housing where I can have you living cheaper so you can spend money to do other things for yourself, you got to get rid of that man in that house. You can't have the father of your kids in your house. Y'all can't be a couple. But you could turn around and you got white folks out here, and that's what I'm saying. I'm keeping it a bean. That's making over $60,000 a year, and they're still eligible to receive food stamps. Make America great. It ain't never been great. It was great before they came to fuck here. That's when it was great. How about that? Wow. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm keeping it a bean. Let me let me start here because you said two things that was really key. One of which is let me tell y'all people out there something right now. Black is in every color. Black is in every color. But you know what color lacks black? White. And that's because white is the absence of color. I'm gonna say that to you again. White is the absence of color. So this ain't about being racist. This is about being educated. This is about learning you something. And when you spoke about us being here already, Abu Bakari the Great was here 100 years before Christopher Columbus, and he never even came here. But you know what? Niggas still celebrate that day. To me, ain't nothing but a day off. And I'm glad to have it because it shouldn't be a day at all. Yeah, so you give him. We need, we need to re-educate ourselves. We need to re-examine ourselves because we have a serious problem and we don't see it. We don't see it. Why are we fearing who we are? 
are a great people. Why would you fear being great again? And you're absolutely right. That's that crab in the barrel. Who's going to be the next leader? People out here arguing uh, who's the best leader, who should be the next leader. Listen, all you have to do is gain knowledge yourself, educate yourself, and you just talk to people. You don't need a title. See, that's our problem. See, another thing you said, the athletes have bosses. That's another thing. Niggas are so screwed up in the mind that they out here hollering, I'm a boss, I'm a boss. Nigga, bosses get fired by the owner. What you might want to try to do, nigga, is be an owner. Why are you... Stopping at being a boss. Bosses get fired too, nigga. Yeah. This is why I have that title, Mr. Controversy, because I'm going to say what the people either thinking or what the people don't know. And I'm going to say it. So when I'm at my homie's house and we're watching the Floyd Mayweather fight and they all like, Floyd, 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 and I'm like, Floyd or not. They all turn, the record start scratch. Everybody here look at me like I said something wrong. But if you pay attention, you'll see what I'm saying. Everybody screaming, LeBron, LeBron, LeBron. I'm like, LeBron overrated. How dare you? That's blasphemy. Nigga, please. I don't watch Dr. J and Michael Jordan and cats who really played. What the hell is a LeBron James? Oh, Rick Ross. and Rick, Nigga, Rick Ross was one of the biggest drug dealers and gangsters in the world. Not the one that was a CO, corrections officer, in Miami somewhere. Who changed his name to another big drug dealer in the world. Come on, man. Stop being blind and educate yourself. Stop falling victim to what society is feeding you. You will always have a fear of being black as long as you're trying to be something that you're not. You will always have a fear of your blackness if you don't know how great your blackness is. But you know what? I get it, y'all. I get it. See, the fear of blackness it's synonymous with the fear of success. See, they say people have a fear of success because they don't know what it holds. They don't know if they'll be able to uh, uh, maintain it. They don't know if it'll change them. Whatever their fear of success, matter of fact, they're, fail, they're scared they'll fail. So because they're scared to, to fail, that hinders them being successful. That's the fear of success. So, the fear of being wrong or being knowledgeable about being uneducated and wrong and having to readapt all over again to something different is a fear for our people. Because like DJ Chill said, they don't want to switch it up. You know how hard it is for a Christian person to denounce Christianity? That's hard for them. wasn't hard for me. Cause see, it, something wasn't in my, something didn't, it didn't burn right for me. 
But you know how hard that is for somebody who's been raised that way for so long and then passed it on to their children? That's a hard, that's, that's a, man, that's a hard switch up. You know how hard it is for a person who went out and got five degrees and then went through their education system, and you know when they wake up, when them student loans come knocking at their door. Like, we can ready to take everything. We're going to take your paycheck. The only thing that can't come off your credit, the damn student loan. Ask yourself why. The setup. It's a setup. So me, I no longer tell children, yeah, get your education so you can go to a good college. No, I don't even tell my children that. I told my children, listen, if you want to go, that's fine. But this is what it is. And my my youngest son graduated college. My daughter's looking to go to college. I don't have a problem with that. But no, that's going to be your bill. It ain't going to be my bill. I got one with them already. I don't want to play that game with them no more. That shit is real. So I tell children, find something that you like to do. Find something that you're passionate about and make it a business. Become an owner. Not go get all their education to become a laborer and celebrate Labor's Day that was started by the Knights. Man, listen, one thing you're going to get out of the straight talk show is straight talk. If you call in here to here shucking and jiving, if you call in here to here the latest gossip on, on whatever athlete, celebrity, or movie, or you're not going to get it here. You're going to get straight talk. And tonight we're talking about fair blackness. And we ain't talking about nobody else's fair blackness. We're talking about our own fair blackness, looking in the mirror and saying, oh, God, I'm black. What does that mean? Looking in the mirror and saying, man, I'm black. The world against me. I can't do nothing. No. Look in that mirror and say, damn it, I'm great. I come from the strongest, most powerful, most creative people, the chosen people. I know who I am. I'm great. That's what you need to look in the mirror and start saying. Instead of looking in the mirror or getting up in the morning and saying, oh, man, I drag going into this place. Go into that place until you set enough money on the side to do what you like to do. Find that passion that you're passionate about and start your own business. No matter what you do, you're not going to escape taxes or the government, so you might as well start your own. See, after the last time, I just got, after getting laid off in November, I don't want my faith to be in another man's hands. I'd rather get up every day myself whenever I feel like it and work and do what I want to do and still get paid, opposed to somebody paying me what they think I'm worth. You can't pay me for my worth. Are you kidding? 
How about you include some reparations for my ancestors and my paycheck? How about we do that? Oh, oh, see, I know I come from a great people. I know what happened to my people. So, yeah, I want you to pay me for what you did to my people the same way you pay the Asians for what happened in Hiroshima, the same way you pay them Jews for what happened over there in Germany, which ain't had nothing to do with you, but yet they still get money from that Holocaust. I want you to pay me. I don't want 40 acres and a mule. I would love to have it. But in reality, people, they can't give all of us 40 acres and a mule. They're going to have to cut down their condominiums, their lofts, their apartment complexes, their mansions. They're going to have to cut all that stuff off to give all of us 40 acres and a mule. That's why it's not realistic. But what you can do is you can put, like, some more zeros on the end of my, my, my income. Notice I said some more zeros. Not another zero. Some more zeros. I ain't going to tell you when to stop. You keep adding them until you feel like, okay, when are you going to stop me? That's the mentality we need to start taking. Except the robbing the hell out of our black folk. They're robbing everybody, but our black folk is the ones who really know they need to get to work because we live in... Uh, uh, above our means already. So in that situation, when sectors feel like they want to strike, let's go back to when we were great and we made them buses break down barriers that we made them break down. Let's go back to that. Boycott sector asses. If anything I learned from this damn country and the white man, if you want to hit him, hit his damn pockets. He don't like that. Shit, you could punch him in the face. I don't care. He's the biggest fucking dog in the world. Who else you know done war with every country and every nationality in the world? Yeah. So I don't give a damn about the violent part. You can't be more violent than them. Where do you think you learned the violence from? Yeah, we had war and stuff like that. Our ancestors had war and stuff like that. I ain't saying that that's something that we ain't ever did. What I'm saying is, in this country, our women were raped. Our men were raped. Our children were raped. Our men, women, and children were hung, murdered, shot, lynched. We were segregated and separated. We couldn't have eat where they ate. Why do you want that now? Let's go back to that. Segregation was the truth. I loved it. We were unified. Integration was horrible. I hate it. That's why we lost in that fear of blackness today, because of integration. That's just one of the aspects of it. Integration made us lose identity of who we are and where we come from and what we went through. We no longer needed each other once integration came. The same way when welfare, which wasn't made for us, came and knocked on our door. We thought it was the best thing since sliced bread. Until they said that man can't live with you like Mr. I can't believe he said that just said. You got to be out the house. But that ain't nothing different than when they took the father from the slave uh, and, and sold him off to another family. So they just had the mother and the children. 
then you got to know. This is why the white man said, don't give a black person a book because it'll make them angry. And hence, you have Mr. Controversy. Angry as hell. Especially knowing that everything that they were teaching us and telling us were freaking lies. That's why they're going back in the school books and getting it right now. And they're still lying. They're just covering up their lies with more lies because that's what you do. You know when you lie that it's hard to keep up a lie. Once you lie, you got to maintain that lie. You got to support that lie with more lies. They know that. So now all of a sudden, Christopher Columbus didn't discover America. Amerigo Vespucci did. See the name, Amerigo. All right, what you going to make up next? Because from the recollection that I have of what they teach us, there's a German man named this country after Amerigo Vespucci. He didn't name it after himself. A German map maker gave it the name. How the hell does someone from Germany <laughs> name a whole other continent? How how does that happen? Educate yourself, people. Stop believing what they're telling you. More so, stop allowing your children to believe what they're telling them. But see, what's happening is. You're, you were taught one thing. Your children are being taught something else. Now, y'all in the house, and y'all can't even agree because you was taught something, one thing, and they were taught something else, and now it's like, all right, well, who right? The guess as good as mine. I tell you what. Go out and buy two books. The lies my teacher taught me and lies across America. Go buy those two books. See, that's the, that's the type of shit I read. That's what I read. Read those two books, and you'll find out some untruths that you were taught in the classroom, especially from lies my teacher taught. I read that when I was a teacher 15 years at the school district. When I found out about that book, I immediately read it. I introduced it to my classroom. See, I'm a problem, as DJ Chill would say. I'm a problem, and I realize that. And I'm unapologetic for it. I'm unapologetic for it. People out there, if you want to be part of this one-point movement, listen. One-point is an attitude, a mindset, and a movement. I dare you go to Facebook and reach out to us. Facebook is On Point Enterprises. Send us a fur request at On Point Enterprises, On Point, one word, O-N-P-O-I-N-T, Enterprises, E-N-T-E-R-P-R-I-Z-I-Z. If you're on Instagram, I dare you go and reach out to us or follow us on Instagram at team underscore on point 215. Again, that's team underscore on point 215. You're on Twitter, I dare you go and, and, and follow us on Twitter, at Team On Point. Twitter is at Team On Point. Shoot us an email with any of your comments, suggestions, concerns, or topics you want to hear us discuss. Shoot us an email, onpoint215 at gmail.com. Again, our email is onpoint215 at gmail.com. Or you can give us a call or a text directly at 267-417-ONPT. That's On Point. 
Again, give us a call about your comments, suggestions, or concerns, or topics at 267-417-6678. Or you can go to our website, onpoint215.weebly.com. Again, onpoint215.weebly.com. And guess what, people? October, Saturday, October 21st, On Point will be back at his entertainment showcases with a comedy show, a neon light comedy show. So we're going to turn the lights out and let the neon glow for this comedy show. October the 21st at the Platinum Grill Restaurant and Bar. I want you to come out and enjoy yourself. Keep listening because soon we're going to have callers that call in. We're going to have them start winning tickets to these shows, to our show October 21st. Be on the lookout for the On Point uh, Unity movement that we're doing in the community. Be, be alert and aware for the uh, homeless drive that On Point is putting together to donate the homeless shelters. Listen, man, we are about our people and our community. If you want to be part of this On Point movement, I gave you the Facebook, I gave you the Instagram, I gave you the Twitter, I gave you the email, I gave you the phone number. Follow us. See what we're doing. Be a part of it. Because the only way we're going to get rid of this fair blackness and be black again, be black and proud, be proud to be black, is if we stand together and do for each other and help each other like them other nationalities do. DJ Chill, people out there, 724-444-7444. Dial that call ID, 143-133-POUND. Hit one pound if you want to listen and hit star eight if you want to chime in and communicate with us on this fair blackness. I am fair and black no more. Never was, never will. I'm just glad I'm conscious and enlightened now. And, and, and all them people that's on that Illuminati shit, listen, Illuminati just means enlightened. You can be on your Illuminati shit. You just ain't got to be on the Illuminati that they call themselves the, or people out there throwing out the, the societal Illuminati. Be on your own enlightenment because that's all it means. Niggas out here staring something they're uneducated about. The hell wrong with y'all, niggas. Carly, you on straight talk with Mr. Controversy. Who we on the line with? DJ Joy, listening in. What's up, Miss Lady? You hear me talking about what we can already do? I heard you say some of it, not all of it, but I'm sure that it was on point. <laughs> yes, no yes. Pun, no pun intended. Uh, oh, the pun intended. Hey, pun yeah. intended. By all means, we want that pun right there. You know? <laughs> How you feeling this evening? Actually, I'm pretty good now. It's the first stop pass. I got a little distracted, but I got to get on fast as I could before we close out. And I'm um, looking forward to working for the community, looking for our unity movement, um, to get us back to where we need to be, back to basics. So I'm hope, hoping that we can continue to collaborate on that. Uh, meeting together, people want to come out and hopefully uh, get it moving. Now, let me ask you, because that's exactly what I told the people, that we're going to start open forums in different communities at recreation centers, starting at recreation centers, then we'll try and move to libraries, you know what I mean, wherever we can get in the fit in and meet up with our people and educate our people. That's the movement mm-hmm. that we're on, and I, and I told them that. But tonight's topic is fair blackness. Not the fear of other people, of our blackness, but why do black people fear blackness? Why do we fear their consciousness? Why do we not want to hear 
what someone conscious has to say. Why is it always preaching or I don't want to hear that or that was this, this is now. Why is there fear of blackness? Well, if I could just take um, one second to think about that, because I didn't really get so deep into it when you said it to me in the um, text. Um, <clears throat> fear of blackness would be starting with us not knowing who we are, and the fear of it would be just being comfortable in the skin we're in now and just, just living in, you know, fitting into the melting pot, so to speak. So we're not going to get grasped that fullness of our culture, our language, um, where we come from, to get that richness back that we need to get to make us more self-confident and self-aware and, and grow that self-esteem from the time that we are, that our children are young up to the age to adulthood. So now we're so conditioned by the system that now it's like, oh, okay, I just, I'm, I'm doing it for so long, I'm, just, I'm comfortable. I don't want to ruffle any, any feathers. So that's what I think. I think the fear of blackness is that I think also getting back to the 60s era when we had to, we had to fight for this was more evidently fighting for our rights. We're still fighting. It never changed. It's just a, it just changed coats, so to speak. It's more flowery than it used to be. It was more evident in your face back then. Now we got a new president. It's in your face again, but it's like still kind of like undercover, so to speak. If I can make that little plain. So I'm thinking that that fear of blackness is that we fear to find out really who we are as a people, where we came from, and it might not be the best, but is what we had. So it's back to basically we, we can really have a riches of our culture, and we need that. We we need that because I think when we learn how to respect each other more, um, when we do find that again, and we'll have more closeness. I agree. I agree. Um, that yeah. goes back to, you know, some people are scared to find out who they really are. Yep. You know how many people out here who don't even know who they are? I mean, granted, you know, they say, you know, when you get in a relationship, take time to know somebody. Well, guess what? Yep. You will never totally get to know that person. Not totally. No, that's right. Because nope. it takes a lifetime to know someone. Mm-hmm. You'll get to learn more about them. You'll know more about them, but you'll never totally know them. A no. person really totally don't know themselves. That's, That's it. the constant journey in life. Yep, yep. But constantly again, mm-hmm. constantly exactly. Mm-hmm. But some of us don't want to evolve. It, it, take, that, it does take time. Yeah, it takes time. That's DJ Chill's favorite word. Evolve, you know, <laughs> and 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 a lot of our people don't want to evolve. Wow, you know what I mean. And that is where the fear of blackness come in at, because in order evolve just means change. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. all evolve means. And when you <laughs> put the R E in front of it and you get revolt, revolution, that just means to fight for change, to revolt mm-hmm. for change. Right, that's wonderful. Yeah. But see how people got to know this. Yeah. It's time. Mm-hmm. It, it, it'll come. And as long yeah. as people out there like us on the front line and trying to make it happen, mm-hmm. it'll happen. One person at a time, one community at a time, you know what I mean? One child, one adult, one mother, one father, one yeah. son, one, you know what I mean? It'll yeah. all occur, you know, one day at a time. Yeah. And say so each one, each one reach one is a, is a movement that's already out there. Not the same kind of movement that we're talking about, which I'm looking forward to um, 
impacted some young women's lives to really realize. Because I don't know how to, first of all, you know, I think just honor and respect ourselves. Whether you come from a single-parent home or not, just begin to um, see what the enemy is trying to do as far as break the family down, which they've done a successful job at, um, kicked our men out of the home, basically. Um, and that's made us vulnerable to, susceptible to the things that society had to offer us, which was this um, ghetto glam aspect of, you know, our existence. I see it now in my my young uh, family. We had a big family reunion over the weekend, and not all, but some. Um, I'm not even going to go into this too deeply, but with the hair, um, we did get back to the braids and the authentic as far as our braids are concerned, but then we don't want to wear our own hair as braids. We want to wear the fake hair as braids. I think, think this thing can sometimes just too long, it's too much. Short maybe a little bit better, just a little bit more of what our hair is, and maybe just grow our own and just try to get back to natural. But um, this is hard, I guess, because the society has polluted our minds so much, and I'm just hoping that you know, what we're doing is not too late. <laughs> to, I don't think it's going to be, but I know it needs, it needs to happen. I'll put it that way. It needs to happen regardless whether it's some areas and maybe some people may be too late, but not others. So maybe the younger we get them to realize that they are um, important, they are loved, they are valued um, to build their self-esteem up in that way. I don't know. And that teach them who they are. That will be probably the change we need. Well, but self won't listen, but hopefully the children will. And, and see, that's that's a whole another, you know, can of worms because yeah, that fear of blackness. See, here's the thing. Yeah. Our women um, alter themselves subconsciously yeah. into society. Society is dictating it. So blacks, I, I'm not going to lie to you. I like when a woman gets her hair braided. It kind of gives it like an Afrocentric feel or look to it. I prefer them to braid their own hair. But I'll I'll tell you this, DJ, fully joined. Mm-hmm. Hello? Hello? Yeah, we're experiencing a little technical difficulties right now, Mr. On Point, Mr. AKA Mr. Controversy. Uh, we have a little technical difficulties, but like he was saying, you know, DJ Philly Joy, he was yeah. uh, elaborating on the fact that he loves to see our women with braided hair right. and mm-hmm. things like that because it brings back the Afrocentric look. It does. You know, I love it. And, and like what, to touch on what you said, as far as you know, trying to. Trying to get our uh, the the elders to to learn, right? Right. We we trying to reach the youth, but see, we're so caught up in a tradition, right? Right. right. A way of doing like oh I've been doing it this way, you know, like the old additive says, you can't teach a new dog an old dog new tricks, right? Right. But mm-hmm. when you come with facts, they more yeah. base everything off a of tradition of what they were taught. And you can't unteach them to an extent, right? Mm-hmm. But we have to because, remember, our grandparents taught us. Yeah. Right? We were hands-on with our grandparents. They taught us to struggle. They, they, they enlightened us on what they went through, right, and everything right. that they went through. So we learned 
you know, like, to be honest with you, the 50s and 60s, our, our grandparents, those generations, they fought. Right? Yeah. Then when you got to the 70s and 80s, see, they kicked, they unlocked so many doors that when we went to certain doors and they were locked, we didn't fight to keep get that door unlocked. We just went to the next door. Oh, this one's open. See, that's right. where we dropped the ball, in my opinion. I hear you. You know what I mean? Because we didn't continue to fight. We got comfortable. But that door was open because it was a way of saving us into a different society, a different they made it. They made it easier, and we sort of got into the comfortability aspect, where I can say like we had to, we used to have the red line. And my mom, they went through. You couldn't live in this neighborhood at back in the day, but now there's there's not. You got money. It's economical. It's more a financial aspect where you know you can't live here. Only don't even try because your job is minimum wage. You ain't gonna live in the suburbs like that for real, for real, unless you go through Section Eight. So they got all kinds of programs to put you down. They all change these programs now, so it's gonna be back the same thing. Was before where it was just segregation again. Okay. Oh, Mr. On Point is back. Even, I'm back. I'm back. And I'm like, yeah, ready. I see him. I, I love it. I love it. I love it. Um, DJ Chill, I'm about to come to you. Um, I'm going to tell y'all a quick story. My phone just hung up for no apparent reason. The line just got clipped for no apparent reason. But we've been experiencing this here on On Point Radio at, for certain shows. Yeah. And I'm not going to, you could call me a conspiracy theorist. You could call me what you want. But I know they always listening in and tuning in. And I know yeah. they don't like what's being said and what's being yeah. heard. So mm-hmm. I, I I just sat here and did nothing in the phone and the lines just dropped. But, you know, see, to yeah. know I'm still going to speak. So you can drop me again if you like. I'm still going to enlighten my people and share this knowledge with them. So I hope you hear me, hear me clearly. We got you. We got you. Now, um, so, um, <laughs> DJ Chill, come on, man. Talk to me about this fair blackness, man, that we have, you know, because the government apparently somebody don't want us to talk about the fair blackness. Well, shoot, you already know the last time it happened to me, and I keep telling you, man, when I'm on a roll, you can't stop me because sometimes I forget what the heck I'm going to say, man. What part you don't understand? Damn! Man, you better say what you say before I move on. You already did. Anyway, um, what I was going to say, I said, I said, man, I had so much on my dad going to play to you. He's like, oh, there's a caller. Yo, these niggas, what's going on right now? Even when you sit there and say the, um, what's it called? The uh, Made in America. Look at what's going on with Made in America. Back in the day, Made in America was just like, everybody was free with it. They can roll. Now look at it. Subliminally, people, we're put in cages, you freaking idiots. You know, you don't see that. Because <laughs> you're like, oh, I feel more um, comfortable because I ain't got to worry about terrorists. You know, if I pay to get in and we in these cages, you know, cages, Freaking nuts. Cages where anybody goes in there now and they got you. They can sit up in, you know, especially some of those um, people just running from the damn police. So they come out, they're tracking you like you're a suspect. Or you can be created to become a new suspect. <laughs> if you're that gullible enough, oh, look at them. Because some people got those gullible features. They look like 
you know, you could look at somebody and say, oh, you know what? <laughs> oh, man, they are just straight. Oh, they just easy. Plant some, plant some on somebody, they'll just take the daggone thing and go to jail. Call it a day. Like, they ain't going to fight. But there's, there's these books out here. There's, there's somebody, I forgot who it was, was like, yo, can you start reading this book called George Orwell, 1984, and um, Inside the Company by Phyllis Agee, book about the CIA? I was like, yeah, yeah. I was like, excuse me, excuse me? She just read it. I said, oh, oh, shoot. Okay, I still ain't get a chance to read it. One day I will. But there's a lot of other stuff that's going on, and I was really, see, the way I do things, I talk one way, and then I lead, and then I go, and I let I let God just flow in me, and I come into a pressure point where I just bang. I ended with a, you know, a great, Freaking conclusion. I never got to that. So now I'm stuck. But if you look at life and our new lifestyle, we're being taught to live with hatred amongst each other. We're being taught to live in cages. We're being taught to be watching TV as that's supposed to be our best damn friend. We're being taught to use the phone as an educational device for our children. Because our children take the damn phones and make it happen like nobody else can. We adults don't even know how to use the phone like the damn kids. <laughs> what part then we don't understand. And the problem is, some of these new cartoons that's coming out are training our kids to act like noodles. Straight up. Some of these cartoons is crazy. Then I look at... I look at... Equality, and I look at the way they make the music now. Everything is just about being free. Whatever you do, there's no more clauses. There's no, everything is just free. Do what you want. Say what you want. But there's no control. And then how, how do you put people in control? The best way to put somebody in control is either put them in jail or give them drugs. Because you know if you give them drugs, they're going to do what they got to do to get them drugs, and then you can put them in jail for black people. Maybe some white people, too. But the biggest thing that I'm looking at is a change. This is what changes, people. North Philly's about to be fabulous. North Philly's about to be the suburbs. <laughs> West Philly, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The suburbs, little parts of the suburbs, might become a little bit, you know, whatever. But Northeast, we about to become, Northeast is about to become the newest North Philly. See, they trying to ship everybody, if you don't notice. Everybody's in the projects that was whatever. They're shipping where? Northeast or whatever. Look where they look. Look at the locations. Where the people that was in poverty are being shipped to, and you tell me what you see. Because they know they're going to tear it out the frame. Because they're like, oh, they like animals, and I'll ship them away from when we have this Republican um, convention center or something we're going to be doing in the natural future. We ain't got to worry about people getting off the planes and see all the nonsense. They got to travel to get to the nonsense. And if they travel to get the nonsense, they did it on purpose because they wanted to. So that means they got to deal with the situation themselves because we ain't going to come out there to get them. 
Y'all got to wake up. There's a change coming, and we ain't part of it. So I had to tell well, you this. You, you, you said a couple of things that was interesting just now, one of which, you know what else we're being taught? We're being taught to fear. We're being yeah, taught to fear. That's what the devil wants. Okay. See, see, all right, let, 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 let's stop right there. Uh-oh, here we right go. There. I shouldn't have said that word. Oh, here we go. Oh, here we go. And I'm going to need you to either mute your phone or relax. But let's start right here. We're going to stop giving the damn devil so much credit. We're going to stop throwing our ignorances off on the devil. Let's stop doing that. See, because that right there is an excuse and a justification for our decisions and choices. The devil made me do it. No, the devil ain't make you do nothing. See, the greatest thing the creator gave us next to reproduction was the choice, the privilege of choice. We know right from wrong. We know good from bad. We know what common sense is. Now, these liberal people might want to tell you that everybody's common sense ain't common. Nigga, common sense is common sense. If it's cold as shit outside, put a coat on. That's common sense. If it's hot as hell is outside, take the coat off. Common sense. Now, anybody that's walking outside with a coat on and it's hot as hell, they out their mind. The devil ain't make them do it. We're going to stop giving the devil so much praise and credit. When are we going to start taking responsibility and accountability for our own damn actions and stop saying it's the devil? Now, let me tell you something. The other night, shout out to Platinum Grill, we'll be, where we'll be having our comedy show our October, Saturday, October 21st. Uh, I was there last Wednesday. I forgot to tell you this, DJ Chill. When y'all walked in and I stayed outside, I went back to walk to my car. I found $20 on the ground, right, $20. I was like, oh, I needed that. And I thought about immediately that same $20 that I lost at my daughter's 316 party. And I was like, wow, $20. Now, see, the creator did that. I can't take responsibility and accountability for that. That's something that I know I had no control over. Now, let's just say I went and spent that $20 on something I had no business spending it on. Now I'm going to say the devil made me do it. Stop that shit. We're going to stop doing that. You make a wrong decision, you made that choice. Stop giving the devil. This is why the devil is so empowered now. This is why Satan is, is, is fueled with so much power now, because we give him that credit. Every time we do something, the devil made me do it. So hell yeah, he's going to gloat, sit back and laugh and, and, and revel in that. Marvel, he's going to marvel in that. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah, I did that, I did that. He ain't do a damn thing. You did it. So unless you're talking about the devil in which I know of, which is the one who put these agendas together to make all our people homosexual, to make all our people transgender, to make all our people hate themselves, to make all our people kill each other, 
Because, see, that's still our choice. But what happens is when you, when you, we, we, let's take it back. You get in the shower. You wash your hair. What do you put in it? You put conditioner in it. And you condition and moisturize the hell out of it. And you think it did something to your scalp. But all it really did was just put more chemicals in your head. That's all it really did. That's all it really did. When you sit back on the t- on the couch and grab that remote control and you turn them stations, those are it's called programs. We are conditioned and programmed to do what we're doing. But guess what? We still have a choice to do it or not. You don't have to sit down and watch Empire and make the ratings grow. You don't have to sit there and, and, and go in the shower and use all of the, the, the chemicals that they tell you to put in your hair and then wonder why your hair breaking off or falling out. That's a great point, but check this out. Why do these black people out here got to always outdo everybody when they get a new car or a new house or get new furniture, especially women? Oh, look at my furniture. But black brothers, oh, my boy got a car. I got to outdo and get a better car or something just, you know, mean. The car is going to do the same thing, but it's so so mind-boggling that we just don't think no more. Everybody got to outdo each other or try to be exactly like somebody instead of saving their money. And then if they save their money in the bank, God knows what that's going to happen to be like. But this world is dangerous. And until, and then I, you know, sometimes you say about the black, I even, you know, when you get, when you get cut and you start to see under your black skin, you might see whites, you might see the white skin, white meat. It's funny, but it's, it's, it's really crazy how everything got to be a racial discriminational war. We can't get along with each other because one person feels as though they're more dominant. You know, they did a lot of things to a lot of people, Indians, blacks. Matter of fact, anybody. Stop calling <laughs> people Indians. Those people well, are not na- Indians. Na- Native American, I'm sorry. They, they did it to Native everybody. Americans either. Well, they were natives. Yeah. Did it to everybody. I don't know how it came to be. I don't know where it came from. Oh, I, I guess they found out some information. Well, yeah, you're right. They found Conquer out some information. Yeah, yeah, they found out some information. So before we find out the real information, it's better not for us not to know the information because then we're going to be, uh-uh, uh-uh, uh And that's not a good thing to be that because that means... We actually grew up. Right now, we don't even know how to grow up. And when we do grow up, we grow up the wrong way. Well, we had a composition of houses. See, this is stuff. This is the fear of blackness. Malcolm said it best. White man got a house. Why can't I have a house? White man got a car. Why can't I have a car? This is what Malcolm said. So in that situation where you're speaking is why they got to try and outdo each other, 
That's because we are a people that's been broke so long that when we get a little come up, we got to show it off. But see, that also factors into we are the people that set the styles, the trends, and the fact. We do that. Them little white kids can't make hip-hop or make rap music or whatever the case. They can't make it pop if we don't make it. So, again, we are a great people. The moment we realize that everyone wants to be us, DJ Philly Joy spoke about the braids. I crack up every time I see a white person with their hair and cornrows. See, theirs can be naturally braided all the way down to the back and all that because that's the hair they have. But they still got the style from us. They can fade their hair all they want. It ain't going to fade and lay like ours. It's still going to stick out. We set the styles, the trends, and the facts. We are the chosen people. We are the gods and the goddesses. We are the great people. So why do we have a fear of ourselves? That's that mirror, mirror on the wall, who's the greatest of them all? And you don't see yourself. That's a problem. But when you say mirror, mirror on the wall, who's the greatest of them all, and you see yourself, you just became a problem. People, I beg of you to search for knowledge of self. Start reading. I'll throw some books out there for you to read to start to start your education. To start your knowledge of self movement. Educate yourself, because Malcolm said it too. Only the enemy would allow, I mean, only a fool would allow the enemy to educate his children. That's our public school system. We have to educate our children. We have to know what they're going to school learning and coming back with. And we got to alter that. So I'm going to throw some books out there, Lies My Teacher Told Me. Let's start with that one, Lies Across America, that talks about all the so-called American landmarks that is supposed to be landmarks and how they're not landmarks at all. Rest in peace to Sister Frances Cress Wilson, Dr. Frances Cress Wilson. Get her book, ISIS Papers, and she tell you how the gun is a fallacy of the penis and the balls or the testes, whatever you want to call it. You know what we used to say back in the day when we grab our jaw, yo, suck my gun. Why do you think the gun is placed where it's placed when we use it? It's put right in, right below the stomach, right over your genitals. She talks about the Washington Monument and how it's a phallic symbol. She talks about the, the, the games that we play, pool. Let's think about it, y'all. You play the pool, you play the game of pool on a green table. 
that symbols land. You play it on the red table, that symbols blood. You play it on the blue table, that symbols water. When have you ever played pool on any other color? You got the bars and the solids. The gelled and the free. Game ain't over until the white ball hits the black ball and at the end of the game. Or the white ball hit the black ball and it goes in the beginning of the game. But it ain't over until that black ball is sank. Read the Art of War by Sun Tzu, who tells you how to conquer and destroy by knowing your enemy. That's why I love chess so much. It's a mind game. It makes you think. It makes you learn your opponent. And that's what Sun Tzu said. You have to learn your opponent. So when DJ Chill was saying, well, I don't know how they did it. Well, that's how they did it. They learned and researched. It ain't no different from the military. They learn everything they need to know about their enemy before they make their move. That's the reason why the Asians can come in and sell you chicken wings and, and, and Kool-Aid. That's the reason why the Asians can come in and set up nail salons. They study us. They know what we spend our money on. It's not hard. Get the book, Behold the Pale White Horse. DJ Chill, I, I encourage you to read that book because you always talk about aliens. And, and Behold the White Horse, that was a white man who spoke against the government who supposedly was putting spaceships in the air, but they weren't really spaceships. But the government did that to make people think they were seeing spaceships or UFOs. That man ended up off the road dead for an attempt on his life. Read Behold the Pale White Horse. Read Illuminati 666, where it tells you what the symbol of Channel 6's uh, 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 logo is. It tells you what the peacock on Channel 10 represents. It tells you what the all-seeing eye on Channel 3 represents. Read Illuminati 666. It breaks down the maces. It breaks down the pagan holidays. It breaks down everything, people. This is why they didn't want us to read, because of the anger of us. We'll find some things out that we weren't supposed to find out. That's why they didn't want us to read. That's why they said when we decided we don't like reading no more, put it in a book. Niggas don't want to read. They don't like to read. However, know who hands you put a book in. Because if a black start reading, they're the angle. Hence, Mr. On Point, a.k.a. Mr. Controversy. Read the books I'm spelling, Die, Nigga, Die by H. Rat Brown. Read it. The Journey of a Song High People. It even breaks down the swastika, how the swastika was a letter in, 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 in Kemet or Egypt. It was a letter. So we had the swastika before they took it and changed it. We don't know that. Oh, because we don't read. It's too much. It gives us a headache. It's too much thinking. It's too much processing. These are all books in my catalog. And there's many, many, many more. 
I even do you do read Darwinism. Read about Darwin. And how he says is nature how how things come together. And it is. But it don't take a rocket scientist to, to see that or know that. All it takes is you to believe in the creator. That's all you need to know to know that the water comes down and what's the grass, the grass grows, the cow eat the grass, and you eat the cow. Come on, man. I need Darwin to tell me that. I can just observe and see that. But read it. It's interesting. I have a book in my catalog called Evolution. I got it in college. The one thing I can say about college, it opened me up to a lot of things that made me search for knowledge itself. A lot of things. So, people, I beg of you to get on that journey for knowledge itself and read. Read. But be careful because information is not good in everybody's hands. Some people don't know what to do with that information. And be careful because everything you read ain't true. Be mindful when you search in the Internet for stuff. Anybody can put anything on the Internet. So be mindful. Be careful. That being said, man, I want to thank all my people for coming out tonight and listening. Um, I'm going to go out with this song, man. Our topic was fear of blackness. And on that, I'm going out with this, fear of a black planet. And listen, people, if that music you're listening to don't have this scratching in it, it ain't hip-hop.
So I know the Ozzy brothers had to fight the power, did y'all?
We're about to take it out, but you know what? We always go to our callers. Peace and power. Welcome to On Point Radio. This is Straight Talk with Mr. Controversy, a.k.a. Mr. On Point. What's good with you? Who are you on the line with? Mr. Automatic here. It's Mag Proper Network. I just want to say, man, your music is, uh, the, the, the music that you're playing, uh, I have to, I'm, uh, excuse I'm from, I'm calling from a truck terminal, my job, uh, my terminal that I'm at, but, um, yeah, music is black, it's, you know, it's good, you know. You know, I was kind of like Simon Cast and looking at the, uh, Biggie story and listening to y'all, you know. So, uh, yeah, man, y'all, y'all jam. You know what I'm saying? Let me, let me ask you a question. Our topic tonight was fear of blackness and why black people are fearful of who they are. You know, why black folk don't like to be educated by conscious black folk? Why do because, black folk want to stay asleep? What's your thoughts on that? Uh, because they're trained. Because they're, 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 their minds are... Um, Trained that way. Uh, when you go to the uh, ed- so-called education system, you have to relearn everything that you were taught in school, and then you have, you have to start following the truth for yourself. It's, it's interesting because another gentleman now we're talking about that. How in history and uh, through the education process, it's almost like a trained mindset. If I give you this much to know, I will train you to what I need you to know, you know, uh, and not what you really want to know, which is mainly the truth. So if we are in the trained minds and there's so much uh, competitiveness uh, through through that training, you know, so we have to untrain our minds and start being a village again, you know, Right. Where we where we love where we want to elevate each other. Mindset has to be has to change. Wow. I, I, I agree with that. We are absolutely trained. I agree with that. You know what I mean? Um and that's one of the things that we were saying. You call it train, I call it condition and program. Same difference. You know what I mean? We basically are taught by society what to think what to believe, what to feel, how to act, how to dress, how to talk, how to walk, when in actuality we make the fads, the styles, the trend on how to dress, how to walk, how to talk. So right now we have uh, uh, life imitating art and, and instead of art imitating life. You know what I mean? Right. And, and, and that's, that's becoming a problem because society done figured out a way to make us uh, uh, hate who we are. You know what I mean? Um, they already took away our knowledge of who we are. So now they're making us hate who we are, which they've been doing since slavery and beyond. You know what I mean? This is an ongoing war that we will never win until we unite and do as these other nationalities yeah. are doing and come together. You know what I'm saying? The village has to wait. Yeah, well, we got to go back to the, we gotta go yeah. back to being a village, though. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, the, the, the village has to awaken. The knowledge of truth and being repeated is, is the part of the dish, is part of the cleaning up and knowing who we are. If I only teach you about black history for February, I only teach you enough, not to empower you, but to keep you for one to 
uh, in that temporary education life. You know what I mean? Because yeah. the more that you know about yourself, the more you're going to feel empowered. You know, right. it's the difference between racism and culturism. We are, through God, we are supposed to be the human race. But we all have different cultures. The only reason why the race is not the human race is because of all this enslavement that has happened. So the, the human race has been divided. The cultures are always, will never, ever be the same. Culturism is uh, black culturism as far as the Africa movement. That's the culturism, you know. And the thing is, it's not really the biggest thing. It's, it's the culturism. If I could take every, all your culture away, um, they not society is not threatened by race. They're threatened by you learning your own culture. Right. You know, which is, so which we is have to learn our, own, learn our own culture and embrace it will uh, make us stronger. Right. And that's that's pretty much what I was saying when I said, you know, we have to learn our culture and know our culture and, and, and who we are, you know, our history, not his story. Because it's a difference. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. Exactly. Well, I want, I want to thank you for your call, man. I appreciate it. Um, I wish you would have been on earlier so you could have heard more of what we were discussing, man. We had a lot of good comments coming through, you know what I mean? But I appreciate you coming through and listening, you know what I mean, as always, man. So, you know, one day when I uh, start Viper again, I'm going to invite you, man. I'm going to invite everybody, you know, come through, you know. Maybe be my special guest, you know what I'm saying? Hey, listen, brother, all you got to do is let me know. We on Facebook together already. You know what I mean? You know how to find me, inbox me, whatever. Just let me know, man. I'm there. All right. All right. Support support, and support, man. We got to keep that culture alive. Well, that's the biggest part right there, supporting each other. And you know that's what On Point do, man. We support our own big time. All right. You know what I mean? So you give right, me the word love, and On Point to come through. All right? All right. My love. My man. Peace and power, man. All right, people, um, appreciate y'all coming out with me tonight. I'm going to go out on this one last song right here, man, and this is just how I feel right now. This is how I feel. And this one right here for DJ Philly Joy.
you on point? Because, yeah, I'm on point. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.